Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, mourning the Ukrainian war dead and pinning hopes on a spring counteroffensive. I'm Greg Dixon. In one of the longest and bloodiest battles of the war, thousands, on both sides, have died in the city of Bakhmut in eastern Ukraine. As NPR's Joanna Kikisses reports from a growing cemetery in Kyiv, loved ones of the fallen are hoping a spring counteroffensive will push out the Russians. Six months ago, 39-year-old Alexander Onishenka died defending Bakhmut. His mother, Tamara Anishenka, often visits his grave at one of three cemeteries in Kyiv that allows military burials. This past Sunday, on an Orthodox Christian Day of Remembrance, when Ukrainians honor the dead with flowers and food, she brought him a Tupperware of his favorite, cabbage dumplings. We steam the dumplings just the way he likes them, though we are the ones eating. I believe he is able to enjoy it. She does not notice she's speaking about him in the present tense until she shows me his photo. I can see that he's your son. He has the same nice smile and eyes. Mav. Mav had the same smile, she says, and she hides her face. She's crying. We really, really want to believe that all of those who have died have not died in vain. Because if there is no victory, then all of those people who are buried here died for no reason. Not far away, a tall, bearded soldier named Victor Chapelia is wiping away his own tears as he talks to the grave of his friend and fellow soldier, Vasily. He lights a cigarette and sticks it in the sand on the grave, as if offering it to Vasily to smoke. He also fills up a small paper cup with scotch and sets it next to the cigarette. It's my brother. By, not by blood, but by spirit. By spirit. Were you together in the battalion? Yep. Yeah. Chapalia broke his back and shattered his leg, fighting in Bakhmut, and he's still recovering in Kiev. He's from a village in Ukraine's east, in the Donetsk region, which Russian proxies took over in 2014. He says he's tired of Russian propagandists calling him and other Ukrainian soldiers Nazis. So they think that we are total nationalists, totally fascist. Ironic, because, he says... I'm Russian-speaking Jewish from Donetsk. He says he does not regret fighting in Bakhmut, even though it is clearly exhausting his fellow soldiers and the country in general. A few miles away in central Kyiv, Mikhail Podolyak, an advisor to President Volodymyr Zelensky's office, says Ukraine's nine-month defense of Bakhmut has also cost the Russians dearly. Defending Bakhmut proves what Ukraine is about, that it will defend every inch of its land. And it's not just to prove this to ourselves, we also want to show our Western partners that this is who we are and why we will stand to the end. Back at the cemetery, musician Serhi Sukamlin is playing a stringed instrument called the bandura to honor the dead. 
He says he's lost several friends in Bakhmut. And even though Russia's invasion has united most Ukrainians, he worries a long war could wear down that resolve. There are a lot of people who think, who are we without Russia? They are quiet now, but they could start raising their hats again. Joanna Kakissis, NPR News, Kyiv. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Train. A high-performing business takes a high-performing building. Reach organizational goals while enhancing systems and reducing emissions with Train Energy Services. Explore their consultative approach at train.com slash energy services. The Embedded Podcast brings you eye-opening reporting. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Immersive journalism. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Personal stories. I was scared. Like, I can't protect you. We are NPR's home for documentary storytelling. Find Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.